Okay, we are live. Hello, everyone. I am Judah Bernard with the Rise Creating Your Voice podcast. I am the wisdom dialoguer and the motivational warrior with the Rise podcast. The Rise podcast is about um, making sure that everybody has motivation as well as educational and forms of communication on various subject matters. Today, we have a special guest all the way from California who is a crystal healing certified, Reiki certified, master hypnotist, Kabbalah certified, a preacher, a teacher, Air Force program director for Department of Defense, program director of Rain Recovery Drug Treatment and Rehabilitation Center. Let me introduce to some and present to others the motivational life coach, Corey Creech. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Thank y'all for joining us. I'm excited about this opportunity to sit down with you and uh, provide some empowering insight for each and every listener that we have out here today. So tell us a little bit about what you do as a motivational life coach. Um, so, so some people might not know what an actual life coach is. So would you mind um, explaining to um, the people what that is? Yeah, absolutely. So as a motivational life coach, I find um, a dialogue between myself and the client um, that kind of encompasses uh, the totality of a person's life. And so typically uh, a person would go see a therapist or a counselor for a centralized or a more idealized uh, topic or issue. Um, and for instance, drugs or abuse and or uh, anger issues. For me, as a life coach, I try to encompass a person's entire life story as to why they are and how they are the way they are. And so it's really about gaining an understanding on life as a whole so that you can feel more full, more accepted as self rather than needing the outside world to somehow complete you. Okay, I, I can't understand that, but what are some um, things people do that might need to have to have a life coach? Um, oh, there's so many different reasons. Transitions are typically uh, the largest reason for uh, someone coming to a life coach, whether that is transition from one career field into another, from working to retirement, from going from college into the workforce. Uh, so transitions, um, which typically bring about a level of fear that somehow puts a person in a, in a place of stagnation where they just can't see themselves accomplishing and or completing a certain objective in the way that they would want the world to see them completing it. And so they would go to a life coach to kind of get some sort of pat on the back, some some motivation that just kind of like pushes them, you know, through that particular transition. Um, but for me, I typically like to tell a person, you know, if you feel like you're stuck at this transition, I assure you the next transition that approaches, you're going to have the same reaction. And so there needs to be an understanding as to why you feel like 
you cannot complete something. And so that's where I come into place. I like to uh, connect the dots for people as to why they are the way that they are so that when we tackle and or address the issues, we can get to the root. That sounds great. Um, definitely being a motivational life coach um, um, with the assumption that that is motivating and making people um, or assisting people in transitions and things like that. Um, and I know you, un I understand you saying that that transition could be life changes, promotion, job changes and things like that too as well. And what other areas you work in um, as far as uh, motivating people too as well? Um, so I also like to provide motivation for people when it comes to um, ailments. Like for instance, people who have uh, life altering uh, diseases and or come to find out that they're going to have um, a serious procedure, anything that really makes them question their faith, right? I am every bit of that person that they will come to to motivate themselves to make sure they know that uh, they are never alone and that they certainly too can make it through whatever it is that they're going through. And so um, a lot of what I do has to kind of come with me needing to like integrate myself into a person's story, right? And so like, I need more than what you're going to want to tell me on the surface because there's always going to be a deeper cause or a, a, a root to the cause of which you're here. And so I'm every bit of that person that's going to find that root because I'm not a cycle creator. I'm absolutely someone who helps in cycles. So in, in that motivation, because I hear motivation always. So what I'm hearing you saying, you can correct me um, if I'm wrong, is that you actually change their mindset. So they might be stuck or something like that. So you help them change their mindset and get into a new mindset and a positive affirmation of pulling forward or pushing forward toward whatever goal they're trying to get. Yeah, so if it was just about answering whatever need that they came to me for, right? So if, if you say, oh, I'm about to give this big presentation and I feel like I have stage fright, I, I don't feel like I'm going to stumble over my words every bit of what I do, whether that is through hypno hypno hypnosis or sitting down with them one-on-one -on -one or doing meditation and yoga with them, there are so many modalities that can be provided that will aid a person in just completing that goal. But when you ask as a life coach how I encompass so much more of who I am into each and every service, it just can't be about the thing that's on the surface, okay. right? Because then I'm not doing uh, you a service as to what I know. And so me just answering that on the surface, you're absolutely going to continue to keep coming back to me. Am I reading on your Insta Instagram, which is Motivational Coach for Life, for those who want his Instagram, um, positive thoughts generate positive feelings and attract positive life experiences. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, and so... Throughout my journey of ascension, and ideally for those who may uh, want to know what the journey of ascension is, it's one's journey of expanding and growing from that which they are, right? And so throughout my journey of ascension, I've come to realize that I am the creator in the flesh. So I am every bit of one 
who has created his reality that he has before him. And so there needs to be a level of accountability and acceptance for that which is before you. And so I always start my day and end my day with affirmations. I'm going to speak life into me and I'm going to speak life out into the world for it is every bit of needed and necessary. And so I no longer am allowed to stay asleep to the fact that, oh, I just, things are happening around me. No, this is every bit of my creation and my creation is glorious. Okay. So even in this situation we're in right now and with different things happening in the world, what are some ways that people can stay motivated and also have positive affirmations that they can say themselves that can enhance their mindset and also changing their thought pattern too as well? Yeah, absolutely. I, I thank you for asking or putting that question out there because I hear it so often in the times that we're in right now. And one of my one of my closest friends uh, used to tell me that anytime you feel like you get stuck, you need to change the corner and or turn the page so you can always find a new perception. And ideally, I, I take that to say, I try to tell people to have a different perception of that which is before them. And so if you look at the world and the pandemic and everything shutting down and the election that just ended. Like if you look at all of those things in the world, like one could very easily feel burdened and or heavy, right? But like if you pause and sit quietly, I can tell you like the planet is healing itself, right? And so for every day that we were shut down and or people weren't driving on the roads and pollution wasn't putting put into the air, like the planet was healing itself. And so there are other ways that a person can look at what's being done before them that will allow them to say, huh, now I see the purpose or now I see a different meaning. And that just allows them to be in acceptance as to what is, right? And so you don't necessarily want to change a person's mind, right? You want a person to be comfortable and accepting for what is. You know, you, you accept yourself fully and you also can then accept the world fully. And so I, I always try to tell people, like, despite what you may see, I absolutely can provide you with a different perception. And nine times out of 10, that perception is meant to raise your vibrations, to lift your spirits, to encourage you and motivate you, to let you know, like, it is not bleak or it's not dark or, you know, it's not more bad than it is good. And like, I try to take away those societal terms and, and, norms for that matter because they really just not going to serve us going into this new earth that we're moving into okay and i understand that i well i think for people and, and you know i can't say for people i know of some people that um sometimes they don't know what positive is mm. um and actually just stay in that moment of calamity and confusion and cloudiness um how can you assist um and i, I wouldn't want to say change their mindset but how can you move them forward out of that cloudiness yeah so first it's important to acknowledge that you even have the cloud the cloudiness over your head right and so a great deal of my work and passion is finding 
those who have clouds over their head, right? And so I have to place myself in situations and scenarios just whereby I can even associate myself with someone of that sort. And again, um, it's to allow somebody to know that they are not alone in itself is a vibration riser of its own. And so without me even having to motivate, having to say something, a person's presence where someone feels like there is no one is going to raise the vibration alone. And so a lot of my work doesn't come from what people would see as your ordinary, you know, day-to-day -day person who goes to work and comes home and like, you know, feeds the kids or whatnot. My work comes from those who not only don't have a home to go to, but if they are home, like it's so desolate, it's so dark, it's so beneath anything that another human being would find themselves a part of. And so I find presence in itself starts the vibration rising and then the motivation is added. When a person picks up their head and they open their eyes and you're like, now there goes the beauty that's before me. Like you start to speak life back into that which is. Okay, definitely. So I think the listeners definitely want to know a little bit about Corey. So give us a small synopsis of who Corey is by a five-minute elevator speech. Okay, um, Corey, Corey, Corey. Corey is one who claims himself to be an ascending master. This is every bit of a person who has analyzed my life. I have gone through and shared in so many experiences that there needs to be a level of not only acceptance and acknowledgement, but honoring of it as well. And so when people sit before me and I share uh, guidance and or advice, it doesn't come from the book or just thin air. Like I encompass and or somehow can conceptualize all that I am into a single experience that will just benefit whatever and or whomever is before me. And so Corey is just that. He is not only the sum of all his experiences, but that of others as well. I am someone who has served in the military. I have four brothers and 17 nieces and nephews. I am someone who loves life and who gives so much that I too had a lesson of learning in that itself. And so there's every bit of an excitement, an adventure, a journey that I feel like we're all on. But for me, I'm at the pinnacle of my greatness, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm really someone who looks back at my life and say, man, you've done a great deal. You, you, you've done a lot and I don't need affirmation and confirmation and or validation from others. Like this is every bit of who I am. It's true, it's authentic, it's lived out. And so I am one who has shared in the sufferings of love. I'm one who has shared in the sufferings of hate, of humanity of all things because I too now today get to share in the glory and so like 
there's every bit of my father, my brother, my mother, my aunts, uncles, my grandparents, the neighborhood kids, you know, football in the streets, you know, like I'm every bit of the world that we grew up in and the non-physical world that some of us stray away from speaking about. I am whole and complete. I am love. I am both good and bad. I am light and dark. I am everything I have ever been to this point today. And so, yeah, in five minutes or so, I would like to say that's every bit of what I want to share with you, what I want to share with the world. Like, I'm definitely that dude. <laughs> well, with, with, with that being said, with truthful tr transparency, have Corey always been that way? No. And what, motiv and what motivated Corey to do that? Was that a life transition or life life situation or a life pathway or life, a fork in the road? What led Corey to that transition into where you are now? Yeah, so... There was quite a few life altering experiences that kind of set me upon a certain path. Um, but if I was to try and articulate the path of ascension, meaning um, one in which I'm giving to a non-physical uh, experience as well, probably started with the combination of exiting out of the military and getting a divorce uh, from my husband. And um, those both placed me in a state whereby I was alone for the first time, right? And so I had uh, been married to my first husband for 16 years. And so here I was 32 years old, never having been alone, having been uh, medically discharged from the military. And so like, that separation and isolation certainly gave me a wake-up call that just, man, I haven't fell back to sleep since. Okay. Well, that, that sounds interesting being that um, that wake-up call did give you um, the ascending in what you are now in now. Um, so what are some positive things that you can invoke on... Um, the listeners, and also, do you have any methods that they can actually do, um, or something daily that they can do? If you can give us a list of those, yes, absolutely. Um, if there's one thing that I feel like is always important to express when I get an opportunity or a moment, a platform such as this, and I, I want to take this opportunity to make sure. I try to be as clear and precise as possible. Like every single one of you matter. Like there's nothing no one can say, do or try that will take that known fact away, right? And so when you think about life and how you show up in it, like that needs to matter. When you think about waking up and how you're going to express that which becomes your day, you need to matter. When you think about planning for whatever that may be, like you need to matter. And there has been 
a transition on the planet of awareness that we somehow disconnected from mattering, right? We, we lived for so many other people. We do for so many other people, even if it's just so that others can see someone doing it, right? And so I, I, I want to provide that piece of motivation is that you matter. And so <clears throat> if there is something that I like to uh, provide or, or, or exercise every day is influencing the power hour. And the power hour is the 30 minutes prior to a person falling asleep and 30 minutes after a person first wakes up in the morning. And during that time, it is so important for you to try and gain control over the mind. And so I, I would say that's when to do your affirmations, your positive affirmations in the morning. The first 30 minutes uh, from when you wake up in the morning and the last 30 minutes before you go to bed, always, always tap in to the consciousness that is you, right? Always speak life into you. And I assure you that that is what will articulate before you in reality. And I think that is um, well, but for those who, and because I, I love to speak for people that cannot do that, okay. what is something smaller <laughs> that they can do as well? We have to have the whole holistic approach because we understand that um, some people think um, that there's rainbows, butterflies, and all that going on when you do that. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of explain to them for those who just really don't believe in what you're saying mm -hmm. and give them something that they can do to push, not push, but increase their positivity level. Okay. So breath work, like there's something about calming and or controlling one's body and how it responds or reacts in any moment or situation. So if a person doesn't seem to have a high vibration or they just feel low, uh, sad, angry, upset, whatever the case may be, like it's very important to gain control over the body. And so breath work is something that is very small, it's very controllable, but it's not even about motivating, right? It's just taking control of yourself and raising your vibration so that you can be more consciously aware of how you are responding in the world. And so one thing that I like to practice is a uh, three, six count um, breath work. And so you inhale for three seconds, hold your breath for three seconds, exhale for three seconds. And I do that six times. And at the, at the very end, like when you open your eyes and you, you find yourself just feeling more present. You feel the room, the space. You, you just, your senses become a little bit more heightened. Um, and that's all due to the oxygen that one breathes. Like it's so important to recharge, mm -hmm. right? Like that's, that's the word I like to use. It's so important to recharge and we do that with breath work. And with that breath work, what does that do for a person? It typically, when a person finds themselves needing to breathe, like 
nerves are are out of alignment, anger and or frustration sits in. So like a person just isn't as clear-minded as one would like. And that's what oxygen and or breath work does. It brings a person back to center, right? And so it's, it's more than just breathing, right? Because we all breathe. It's, it's innate naturalistic thing. But when you and when you have an intention to take a breath all the way down to the core of that which is you, like something has to be released. And when you release that anxiety, that that vibration that does not serve you is what is removed from the body. And so like it just allows the person to become more aware of their surroundings. So it's like taking control over that which you feel like you're losing control of. Okay. And I hope all the listeners are listening to what the motivational coach Corey Creech is saying, because basically what we want to understand is why are people sad all the time? Why are people mad all the time? Why are people just angry all the time? So in it, um, as I'm hearing uh, motivational coach um, Corey Creech talk about that there is positivity within us all. So we need to find that positivity and make sure that we enhance that positivity and increase it in our lives daily, no matter what the issue may be. It's okay to be angry, but don't stay in that phone. It's okay to be upset, but don't stay in that funk. That's when you marinate in it and you continue to keep sopping and what I call slobbing and rolling around like a, um, um, a dog in muddy water. Um, it's, it, it's, it's, it's like we want, I want, let me say I, I want people all to be positive. Um, I think I have a very positive demeanor um, and I want to encourage people to stay positive and become more positive, especially in the current environment that we're in now. No matter what is going on, who did what, ensure that you stay positive. Any words you want to um, give them to, Corey? I do. And it's nothing new, right, in terms of a quote, but like, this, this saying is out there right now, and it's that be the change that you expect the world to be. And so it's very important when somebody tells you that it's that, that you should always motivate yourself to go on and uh, onward and upward. Um, but you have to literally be that change. If you think everyone is mad, sad, angry, everyone in your reality shows up mad, sad, angry. If you have a desolate look, on life in general, like it's going to be harder for you to see the sun, sunshine, right? And so like, there's this falsehood that one should stop lying to self. And I'm telling you right now, like you better fake it until you make it. Like if you have to lie to yourself and say like, man, I am the wealthiest, happiest, loving, most beautiful person on the face of this planet every single day until you absolutely believe that I'm here to say, do it, right? There's something about needing to be the change that we want in the world. And we have to start with self. And, and Corey, I have to say something because I, being that I used to be a therapist, I'm an ex-therapist, let's say that. Um, and I also dealt with 
um, people in the, um, what they call it. Um, the assistance program, let's say that. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I, I dislike welfare. So I'll mm -hmm. say the assistance program. Um, some of those people just don't know, or some of those persons, I hate to say some of those people, some of those persons just don't know how to get out of that, um, cycle. Um, because that cycle is what they know. That behavior is what they know. What are some things that you can encourage them to do as far as Breaking generational curses, if I, if, if, if I can't say that. Breaking generational cycles. Understanding that there is life beyond what they think life is about. Um, so can you give um, um, those listeners some tips? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I first want to say those generational curses or cycles um, that we find ourselves having to end the universe, God, whomever you would place as your higher power will bring God about the, the, <laughs> will bring about those experiences whereby an opportunity for uh, that cycle and or that generational curse to come to an end, right? And, and the beauty about it is the opportunities never cease being presented mm -hmm. before you, right? And so there's no push or eagerness from me to anyone to say, oh, hurry up and end your cycle, right? And I'm, the universe has its plan. Like God has right. every bit of, of that in store for you. I would say, have compassion for yourself mm -hmm. for like the acknowledgement of those cycles, right? Because when, when we talk about putting the ego to the side and or putting our pride off. No, no, like I'm, my ego is every bit of as important as my non-physical self, right? This is all a part of who I am. And mm -hmm. so my ego needs to sit in the face of these cycles that I'm closing out, right? Like you need to yearn for the desire of something that you see me putting death to. And there becomes a level of gratitude for the experiences and a different perception um, that you now play as to it as it relates to that particular experience. And so just have compassion for yourself no matter what you're going through because when you first tell a story, you certainly may see yourself as a victim. But as you continuously close out cycles throughout life, I assure you, those same stories, you can always alter like how you perceive not only yourself, but everyone else in there. And so um, there's no need to rush to jump to get a cycle closed out. I just say, make sure you're aware, acknowledge them, you know, and, and, and do the work because that's really how one becomes comfortable closing out a cycle, right? Because a lot of people might think, oh, a certain event will happen. And then you just be like, oh, I'm done with it. No, like 
hear me, a cycle, it's embedded in you, right? And so, like, right. there needs to be an acknowledgement to that. Like, like you kind of have to part ways with, for lack of a better term, something that has been a part of not only you, but your lineage for so mm -hmm. long. You know, you're, if, if, if the cycle is, is the type of people you attract, right? Like, how do you just wake up one day and say, well, I'm not going to attract those people. No, there needs to be an acknowledgement to the fact that those type of people were necessary for whatever leg of the journey that you were on, right? And so when you start to accept that which is, you get a different perception of it, right? Instead of thinking, oh, I'm always attracting the no goods, right? I'm always attracting this or not accept it. Why is it that it's a part of who you are, what you somehow you know, define as your experience. And, and when you do accept it, you can perceive it differently. And then, you know, you can institute change that way. So listeners, uh, Corey is just saying, accept and acknowledge. Mm -hmm. Those are the key points because I think, well, you know, uh, let me say, I know, I know some people just don't want to acknowledge it because some people just don't like truth. So what do you do with those people that just don't like truth? <laughs> uh, so so I, I don't do anything with them. I just be it, right? And so that, and, and, and hear me when I say that hasn't always been easy, right? Mm -hmm. like, like, like there's a level of knowing that I have to accept that when I say I'm going to be truth, like lies will just come about, right? Meaning, and I don't, and I don't mean lies in the sense of, oh, if you come around me and you say a lie, I'm gonna, you know, somehow know that that lie is there. What I'm saying is vibrationally, when you come around me, that way of being somehow becomes irritated not only in you, but even in the listener or the receiver of that message, right? And so like the vibration isn't harmonious anymore. And so therefore stories get slipped up and uh, you stumble over something or you forget to hide something that would typically go so well. And, and I'm not trying to say, oh, become better liars, cheaters or whatever the case. I'm saying there needs to be a level of acknowledgement that because I am truth, because I am light and because I am every bit of that which I say I am, it's not about needing to do something to somebody else. It's just being it for yourself. And that isn't always um, the easiest action to take on, you know, because I've done a lot of things in my life that I am not um, willing to ever do again, you know, and like there, there are pieces of me that not only accepts it and acknowledges it but in the accepting and acknowledging it I also have to release the identity that one places with that experience and or action altogether right like it doesn't become my own just because right. I'm the one feeling it right like if I'm going to accept and or acknowledge that I have a foul mouth when it comes to arguing, then I don't get to articulate how you get to treat me now that I've opened that can of worms and apologize. No, like 
that acceptance comes with releasing the identity that you place over that person for that experience and like that's growth for you man yes so definitely in growth we understand that people grow daily um, are there any motivational words or anything you want to leave them with? I know that um, you do have um, coaching there, but I also want to leave them with, um, we do at the Rise Trading Your Voice, we do motivational texts, free motivational texts every Wednesday. Only thing you have to do is text the Rise to 844-452-4110. That, these are free motivational texts every Wednesday, and all they have to do is text the rise to 844-452-4110, and that's the rise in all caps, and it's one word. So any other parting words you want to leave the listeners? Yes, I would like to leave uh, you all with this. Be intentional about mm -hmm. everything that you do, right? And so if you place time, energy, and effort, and a thought, a pattern, an action, there comes a level of alignment, meaning a, a, an attachment that you place yourself in with the things that you do in life. And so align yourselves with your greatest desires. Be intentional about everything that you do. I love you all. Thank you and so much. And what are some of your... Um social media handle so they can look you up and reach out to you too as well and email address yes so i am on uh instagram at motivational the number four uh motivational coach the number for life um i'm also on facebook at motivational coach for life uh and i am on twitter at corey lmc um in terms of social media, yeah. So those, I'm also about to launch a YouTube channel. So if you uh, come to my website at www.lifemotivationalcoach.com um, and stay tuned, uh, I will absolutely um, be launching and or releasing um, my YouTube channel whereby I will be bringing more information, knowledge, um, and just allowing people to be a part of my journey. And are there any new projects or anything that's coming up to as well? Um, there are, but I, none that I'm able to speak on at this time, but I just say like, I'm, I'm extremely excited about every single bit of that, which is to come, not only for me, but for every last person under the sun. Okay, great, great. So as you hear, uh, um, the social media sites, you can also look him up on Twitter Instagram and Facebook and at the website too as well. Um, and also remember that www.therise.live have a whole new look for our webpage. Um, so go check us out. We are on iHeartRadio, Podbean, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, we're on a lot of things. Um, Google Podcasts. We're 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 out there. Um, we just want to thank all of our listeners in the U.S. of A. and France and Iran and Germany and other places. Um, it's international, so I'm, I'm I'm thankful for you guys that have downloaded and listened. Always remember to subscribe. Definitely don't forget to comment, and definitely don't forget to put on your notifications on when the Rise Radio Voice 
um, do podcasts. Most of our podcasts start Facebook Live because basically we're in this um, 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 situation. Um, so we don't see people face to face all the time. So definitely we want to make sure that we stay protected, wear our masks. And also as we leave, um, we just want you guys to be able to know and providing motivation, be willing to accept and to acknowledge that there is a problem first. You have to accept and acknowledge that there is a problem first. Accept and then acknowledge. If you're doing things, the, the, um, you know what? Let's start over. First of all, you have to have the desire to want to change. <laughs> Let's start with that. Then once you feel like things are not going so well, start looking at and start processing what is wrong. And then you start accepting and acknowledging what's wrong. Because some of you guys just don't know what's wrong and you need a life coach like Corey to help you figure out what's going on <laughs> and move you toward that way. So we want to definitely thank Corey for coming in, um, giving such great, 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 great information and dialogue. We want to thank our listeners for listening to as well. Once again, I am Judah Bernard with the Rise Creating Your Voice. Tomorrow we will have, as a special guest, we'll come on Facebook Live at 12 noon. It will be live conversation with Eric Clean Cut Dixon. And you can find him at Clean Cut, and that's with the K, K-L-E-A-N-K-U-T, underscore the barber. So look forward to being live with him on the set with Clipping Away the Stigma. We're looking forward to seeing you guys on tomorrow. That's 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Always remember what Judas said. Tell a friend, tell a foe, tell your spouse. Heck, tell everyone. We'll see you on the next podcast and goodbye.